December 13th, and what a night last night was. I'm sure everyone is in high spirits here this morning. A massive Leafs win. 6-0 and on the Edgework Show yesterday, bringing the season uh, season record to 121, 117-2. and 240 bets, a 7.2% ROI. I mean, pretty much a clean sweep yesterday, other than that one little little tiny loss for $2.50 on the parlay that was somehow handed over to me. I don't know how that happened, but uh, that will be addressed. We'll talk about last night's games, talk about the Leafs, talk about Craig Berube on today's show. But before we do, I want to remind everybody that today's show as always, is sponsored by BetStamp. The easiest way to improve as a sports better is by using multiple sports books and always getting the best odds. We recommend using an odds comparison tool like BetStamp to help you do so. BetStamp compares odds across every sports book, whether that's for games, futures, or player props. You can save time and money by checking BetStamp before you bet. So download the app today. It is available in iOS, Android, as well as on the web. And if you are looking to sign up for a new sports book, please check out the offers available at BetStamp dot app slash edgework the link is available in the description of the show as well so if you sign up there it does help support the show we do appreciate that as well as we do appreciate people hitting that like button subscribing here to the show to the channel it does help support Moretto, i'm going to you first you got the weird acronyms going across the bottom you can explain to everybody what's going on there and take us through a little bit of yesterday what happened what led to such a successful day other than the is, fact that it was you on the show, blah blah blah. <laughs> is this uh, is this a weird acronym? Does no one like know what this is? I thought this was like a widely known. Neither Does no one watch Moneyball or no or nothing. No, okay. It's uh, yeah, I love Moneyball, but like I don't have the sign up that. and yeah, the Oakland fans are during like their big win streak. No, nothing. We may never. I need to search this up. No. Yeah, you'll you'll find the picture. You'll find the picture. Um. But okay, yeah, this is not the... an acronym, though. Sorry, this is not an acronym. I've got a picture here. I'll pull it up for people, but <laughs> it's just a sign that says we may never lose again. It's not like a WMNLA sign. Hold on, hold on. I get, I'll get this up for people. Oh, wrong tab. There you go. Yeah, don't it just says we may never lose funny. again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, you got to acronym it then. You got to... There, it, it came from something. Someone had a sign at one point. It came from that. Um, but like, look, just I'm uh, I'm I'm shortening everything. Then I, I I don't know what else to say. I'm just trying to short form everything. We're trying to get things quicker so we can get bets locked in, more winners for the people. That's all it is. Um, <laughs> Jeremy wants to skip the Rangers game today. I apologize to you guys. We uh, probably can't do we that. Not. I, I would like. I, to I also game as would well. not mind. I would love, I would love to. Prepared, but I don't really think that's in the cards. Here. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, it was a good night on the ice. We had uh, the three totals that were all pretty comfortably cashed. Um, two of them are plus money, which is nice. Uh, Russell came through with the Canucks and the Red Wings, which I did not – I was not a fan of that Red Wings play, but shows what I know. Russell's just banging out these sides. And then we both hit our double best bet on the San Jose Sharks, the Disgusting Brothers special. So uh, – yeah, buzzing, buzzing after that. Buzzing after that one would have been a perfect night if the Leafs could have lost 7-3 instead of 1-7-3. Tough, tough. Yeah. Uh, also, that, let's just also clarify this. This this loss here on the, the two-team yeah, parlay, the minus one and a half. <laughs> I don't know how that this got sewered onto me in terms of this being an official play. I, Moretto told me I wasn't able to be here yesterday. Uh, it told me after that 
this was this was my special play, my ghost pick. This was not. This was thrown in the group chat in the morning as a joke while the plays for the day were getting sent in there. And knowing you and knowing Matt Russell, I was like, oh yeah, this screams like Hawks minus one and a half, Sharks minus one and a half parlay day because we've done that in the past and won actually. I was like, oh, there's there's the there's the bet of the day, the flipped uh, puck line. The disgusting brothers parlay. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, that, that is, this is what it screams. Little did I know this was going to be an official play on the show. So thanks, Jason. Jason for that took one. it literally <laughs> and was like, if we don't get to 50 likes, I'm not going to give out Zach's special parlay for the night. Yeah, so like, absurd oh, there. Special parlay? <laughs> absurd. absurd. I'll own it because I for sure. <laughs> well, uh, well, well. Uh, I for sure said that, <laughs> but uh, no, that, that I'll own it. But yeah, for clarification purposes, I don't know how that one got uh, jammed as an official play on that. Um, all right, we got to discuss it. It has to happen before we get to the Brew Bay talk. Matt, you were in the building last night. What went on with the Rangers? Like, I talked about it in the My Leafs postgame show. Jeremy was there, actually. Shout out, Jeremy, for being there. I appreciate that. But the Leafs obviously played well in that game. But this was not just a straight up, like, oh, the Leafs played really well. The Rangers played really well. The Leafs took it to them and beat them. Like, the Rangers did not play that well last night. Uh, but take us through kind of what went down being in the building, seeing it firsthand. I think it's kind of continuing a recent trend of the Rangers not really playing very well. I mean, you go back to kind of when they played Philly, Pittsburgh, and Boston, and they kind of looked like the best team in the entire league. Since then, outside of one to two games, they've been kind of mediocre at best. And obviously, like, it's no coincidence that kind of coincides with losing Kako for a while. Like, Heedle's still out. Igor has not been very good as of late. Like, I know if you kind of talk to any Ranger fan, there are concerns over what he's been like since he's come back to play. Um, they just... Yeah. They, they have not been playing well. Um, last night was definitely deserved. Uh, they actually got booed off the ice, I think, after the first period. Um, but, yeah, it was – no, they, they played like crap, and that was a very deserved result. <laughs> I, uh, I've just been sent something across the desk here. I don't know if you want to see this, but we're going to pull it up anyways. Just a dagger from Moretto while we're live on air. <laughs> No, the guy's on air with us, and rather than just like make a comment, he's got to actually put this out in the Twitter verse. So. <laughs> After a casual six nothing, six and oh night on Tuesday, we're back for a regression day with Albert. Wow, <laughs> you know, I'd love to say that's probably not true, but I have no leg to stand on here, so yeah, probably. Oh my god. Gutless. Uh, I'm, just gonna, well, yeah. I'm just gonna start doing it. I'm just gonna start saying I'm on every side of him, so that at least if I go down, I take no money. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, right. my bankroll's gonna be depleted. <laughs> we may never win again. I gotta change that acronym. Moretto's gonna be me getting messages on Monday mornings now saying, "Hey, can you pay up? Uh, when can you?" Pay? <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, Albert always catching strays. Um, yeah, I don't know. In terms of what happened with the Leafs uh, Rangers game last night, it's good to be able to catch the over for Moretto there. I was kind of laughing as he was going in the first period, and like, obviously there was a tweet out from the Edgework account with the meme about Moretto being excited about catching one. the over and coming at the expense of uh, coming at good, the expense of the Leafs well that won that one. Oh, I've been using that meme for everything. That There's a billion really uses for that. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it's like. 
the Leafs played pretty well there. They came out in the first period actually ready, which is not something that they do. And at the same time, it was the perfect storm of like, the Rangers did not come ready. Shesterkin no. did not look good early. And I don't know, it's going to be hard no matter who you are to climb back. Actually, never mind. I'm not gonna say it. Climb back from a lead uh, when you're down that early in in like a first period of a game, especially down what what season. down what lead? What lead? Uh, what kind of a lead? Multi goal lead. A, a four one lead. lead. <laughs> <laughs> a four one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a multi goal lead. That's what I'll say, and I'll leave it at that. But this is um this is yeah. shaping up. Well, that was like uh, Leafs winning that game is just shaping up for an absolute banger on Columbus tomorrow because you know the Leafs are going to come back home now 100%. and just lay an absolute egg. And I mean, yeah. that's just. <laughs> and I know that like we were talking about yesterday's what happened with the flipped minus one and a halfs. This genuinely might be like a wait till game time, let all the money come in on Toronto, Columbus minus one and a half at the best price available right before the, the game goes live. Like yeah. Thursday night, Toronto, quiet barn. Yeah, that's my that, that's my preview of tomorrow's game. Samsonov lets in six goals on seven shots in the first period before getting pulled. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, I could see that 100%. But enough of last night's games. There was news that broke last night in St. Louis. Craig Berube out as the head coach of the St. Louis Blues. They've brought in interim head coach, specifically titled interim head coach. So looks like they'll probably try to make moves and bring someone new in for a full-time position there in St. Louis. But uh, this Blues team to start the season, 13-14-1. and one. Truthfully, I don't really know what the expectations were as a St. Louis Blues fan or as the organization going into this season. It feels like they were probably a 500 hockey team or around 500 going into the year. They've been a 500 hockey team so far this season. And now Craig Berube is axed based on, obviously, results uh, that have gone on here. Matt, what do you make of the Berube firing? Do you think that this made sense? Was this a little premature? Uh where are you kind of at in terms of the changing of guard there in St. Louis? Yeah, I think you kind of touched on it with the, I don't really know what their expectations were if this is so bad that they were going to fire him, right? Like, I think if you kind of looked at the markets of the preseason, they kind of had them in that 10th, 11th-ish spot in the West. And I, I think that's kind of what they are. I don't know if kind of internally, like their expectations are higher because they do have a bit of an older team. Like they do have a good amount of veterans on that team. If they're trying to kind of rebuild on the fly, they kind of expect to be in the playoffs this year. But I was certainly surprised to see it. Um, yeah, I, I don't really kind of know what they're expecting. Maybe they're kind of hoping they get the new coach bump here and maybe they do. Um, but yeah, I was I was definitely surprised to see it. Yeah, because like, what are you thinking here? You're you're Edmonton. You're going well. We got to turn this ship around. You've stunk st so far to start this season. Whether it was the right move or not, as you said, Matt, like the new coach bump, you're basically just kind of throwing a hail mary, saying like yeah. something has to change. We can't make a drastic change. So this is the one. Minnesota is a team that was in the playoffs. You're going okay. Can we get back in there? We got to make a move. You're seeing a lull there. Dean Evason, you're gone kind of shocking truthfully that dj smith is still there in ottawa it seems like the players love him but the results aren't there for him that's a team you'd expect would be competing for a playoff spot and they haven't done anything and then st louis where really had no expectations in terms of greater success beyond just being an average team they say all right you're done 
I don't know, Moretto, you see a possibility of Barube landing somewhere else within this season. You see them going out and acquiring someone uh, big to come into this team and then moving forward. Is there any impact that that new coach could have on this team beyond them being slightly above average for the remainder of the year? <laughs> yeah, no, this is like, if anything, the Blues have maybe like exceeded expectations just a little bit. But I mean, right. the market coming into the year is this was going to be around a 500 team at best. And this is obviously been a 500 team so far to start the year. Um, the guy, you know, brought them to the cup, like had the, one of the best turnarounds we've ever seen from a team that was dead last in the NHL, you know, brings them to, to win the cup. Like, I don't know, it's just a little bit a case of like maybe internally, like, like Matt said, the internal expectations were just a lot higher than what the reality was for this team. Um, I think Brew is a great coach. I think Chief will land on his feet, no problem. And uh, I don't know if it'll be this season, but like he will, he will get another job without a doubt. Like that, he'll be very high on the list of uh, candidates who will be, you know, look to be hired for any vacancies this off season. So I'm sure a lot of these teams that are going to go into like next season looking for a new coach, he'll be right up there with uh, with you know guys like Everson to. Uh, and, you know, I mean, Matt Russell would say it's the, it's the coaching carousel where, you know, nothing matters. But, like, I think Let's he's – I think for 45 minutes on Wednesday. Yeah. So, I think he's actually uh, – I think he's quite a good coach, very good motivator. Um, he understands the game very well. And uh, I think he'll yeah. land at his feet, no problem. I don't think he should have been fired. I mean, I don't think it matters that he was fired, to be fair, because I don't think it's going to change the trajectory of this blue season anyways. This isn't like a, an Edmonton situation where, like, Woodcroft's a good coach, but, like – I guess in a way you could like rationalize it. Like, yeah, we need some sort of bump. Like St. Louis doesn't need a bump. This is just like, just temper your expectations for what your team is capable of doing this year. So it is what it is, but uh, yeah, it, it's not going to, it doesn't change anything really going forward this season for the blues or for anyone for that matter. Yeah. Well, I mean like the Edmonton situation, I would kind of almost equate it to like when you pull your goalie in a situation where he's been in for some that aren't his fault mm-hmm. and you're yanking the guy because then it sends a message to the rest of the bench like yeah. hey wake the fuck up here like let's get things going in Edmonton you're going hey we've got pretty much the same team as last year and regardless of if you think they could win a Stanley Cup or not as that team you're sure as hell not the worst team in the league competing against San Jose at the bottom there so let's dial this in here and someone do something St. Louis I don't I don't know that it, we've kind of touched on it as much as we possibly could, but it's just like, you're not really sending a message to this team and saying, let's rally the troops here. Let's go win a Stanley cup. You're not going to do that. You're probably still not going to make the playoffs. Maybe they're bringing a new guy in because they've been asking Barube to tank and he just wouldn't do it. He's trying yeah. to inspire them. And they're like, all right, enough of this. Like get the hell out of here. Macklin Celebrini. That's who we're trying to get this year. But interesting to watch that go down and uh, see that news last night, late last night as well. St. Louis just tried to sneak that in there while the late West Coast games mm-hmm. were kind of concluding. But interesting. I see the comments too, though. Just um, St. Louis power play, only 8.4% need a new coach. Um, that's not typically on the head coach who's going to be coaching special teams. Usually it's your assistants in charge of that. And I'm, I'm almost positive in the case of St. Louis that it is not Barube as well because uh, – yeah, so I mean, I, I don't think you blame Barube for the fact that their power play is struggling. Yeah. All right, well, let's get into today's games. We'll go through each of them, give out some best bets here. People have uh, uh, questions. Also, J.H. said they were kidding. Uh, 
if oh, people have gotcha. if people have questions uh, about the games or anything that you guys are looking at let us know here we'll try to get to those throughout the course of the show as well um arthur also bringing up albert versus hitman choose your capper if i saw are... i thought he made it to get thrown in there too i've seen their record on the season so we kind of yeah. have a battle royale here to see uh who's the last one standing yeah this is the three-way spider-man meme you guys yeah. across the different shows <laughs> <laughs> don't let yeah. us get hot all three of you are gonna get hot at the same time uh hell might freeze over at that point <laughs> <Not it. laughs> uh all right i'm just kidding matt i'm just kidding positive vibes only hot Let's also constitutes like a 2-0 and run for being honest at this point <laughs> I, I was gonna say like i i could come next week prepared with a lot of numbers that just kind of like make people laugh their ass after 45 minutes but uh, <laughs> we'll we'll save the i think 13 get that losing streaks that i have for another show <laughs> matt's gonna like just have clean act completely clean up on monday night football and come on Wednesday, Moretto, and be like, boys, heater. Like, we are in one. <laughs> this is it. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're back. <laughs> All right, let's get into today's game. So that's you enough like of that. Enough I also, 50 people liking. There's about a tenth, 20%, I, I, I guess, is the number there. Uh, 10 of 50 people, 20% of the people watching right now have. Uh, hit the like button here on the stream today so if you are watching you haven't already please hit the like button on the stream help support the show help continue to grow it trying to get back to 2000 you could have watched a live watch along love last night uh with with us watching these games maybe you could have had albert on camera while the rangers had a meltdown uh against the leafs that would have been an enjoyable one for people but didn't get to 2,000 subscribers, so we couldn't do it. That's that's on you guys at the end of the day. You got to hit the like button, hit subscribe here on the channel. Let's get to today's games, and let's start in Montreal. Moretto, your Canadians taking on the Pittsburgh Penguins uh, and Kyle Dubas. The Habs oh, yeah. currently sitting plus 134. <laughs> you see the Penguins minus 149, and a total right now sitting at six. What do you make of where this total and the game is lined at right now? Um, I think Slapkovsky is going to score 50 goals the rest of the season after that shootout winner the other night. So the, uh, I don't know, okay. he was catching strays after that winner be called Pierre Engvall by some people on Twitter. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he was a lose Pierre Engvall. That hurt. That hurt. Um, I, uh, I do, I do have a play in this game. I wanted to have two plays in this game. I came in all, all fired up to bet the Habs and the under, <laughs> but the Habs have been, they've taken money now this morning and I'm not at a point where. I would bet them anymore. I think if you can, if Pittsburgh takes money again at some point for whatever reason, um, and you can get like a plus 140 on the Habs, then I would play it. But best now is minus, is plus 134. And that's just like, you know, a far cry from where it was uh, 30 or 40 minutes ago. So I'm I'm out on that. Um, thankfully, we still have the under in range, even though the under's been taking some money, which I, yeah, so I've been a part of that. I like the under quite a bit in this game. Um, 6.5 should not be, the total like minus getting minus 120 on that is is a bit of a gift i think um we i plus money on six is fine too if you if you don't have access to those minus 120s at six and a half uh i'd rather play the plus money at under six than the minus 125 but the minus 120 at six and a half is where i would lock it in here so basically like the market is reacting to 
Nedeljkovic being in net. Um, and there's obviously a drop-off from Jari to Nedeljkovic, but that's mostly just because Jari's been insane this season. Um, it's not because Nedeljkovic has been bad. Nedeljkovic has actually been very good. He's barely gotten you know, much action just because of how good Jari has been. But in his five starts, all five of them, have, like four of the five have been significantly above average. So he only had the one not great start, and it wasn't even a bad one. Uh, against Dallas um he's been good by all accounts like he's definitely rediscovered his game a little bit and you're going up against the Habs offense that's not very good either these are two teams that just aren't generating a ton right now um and when they are generating chances they're not they don't have quality finishers anymore like that's just the reality Pittsburgh you look at their roster and you maybe wouldn't necessarily expect that but like these guys are just not quality scorers anymore they need to generate a lot to actually convert some of these into goals two of like the worst shooting percentage teams in the NHL, uh, two anemic power plays and two good goalies. I mean that the market maybe doesn't view as great goalies, but like two guys that are very capable of stopping the puck. So yeah, it's all sort of contributes to an under. And uh, I like this one a fair bit. Moretta, would you say this Penguins team kind of has a lot of high end talent, maybe some missing depth? I would say so. I would say Mm -hmm. so. Very uncharacteristic of a Dubas team. Yeah, I couldn't imagine that being the case. No. Um, Matt, I'm sure you're on the under six and a half here as well, right? I was going to say, just for that tweet earlier, as he was done, you kind of saw me typing, and I had to lock it in. Just that, That's kind of some payback for that tweet. Um, but... Are we double best betting it right now? <laughs> but no, I, um, I know Moretta's been on a lot of Canadians unders lately. I've certainly been on some of those as well. Um, so yeah, no, definitely, definitely on the on the under, if anything here. Okay, there you go. I uh, would take the under six and a half minus one twenty was v- pretty widely available there across multiple different sports books. So uh, under six and a half minus one twenty first pick locked in in the Penguins Habs game. Again, we'll recap all these at the very end of the show. So if you do miss something, uh, don't worry about it, or you are a little confused about what's going on. We will get to all of those. But next up, let's look at the Boston Bruins on the road at the New Jersey Devils here. Uh, New Jersey hosting Boston is minus 120 right now. Boston plus 113. And again, another total of six here on a book like Pinnacle. You can find some six and a halves out there. Matt, what do you make of uh, where this line is currently at right now? So I really wanted to bet the Devils. Um, I think, especially with the, when you look at the Bruins, right? Like McAvoy's out, Zaka's out. I think the speed advantage the Devils have here is just so incredibly massive. I kind of look at this, and to me, like, it feels similar to kind of last year when they were playing the Rangers in the playoffs. And even though, like, you kind of look at these teams in a vacuum, is this the right price? Like, should you be laying minus 120 on the De- this Devils team? Probably not. But then you kind of look at the matchup, and I think they just might be able to skate around Boston here, to be honest. Um I think I'm looking more towards the under at this point than the Devils, especially kind of as you look at minus 125, minus 130. Um, but I, I certainly would not be on the Bruins here. It, it'd certainly be Devils or nothing as far as the side goes, but I do like the under. All right, Moretta, what are your thoughts on that? Anything push back on Matt on? No. Um, me and Matt are very aligned these days, and uh, I'm liking the under here <laughs> as well. Real. I didn't <laughs> I didn't bet it yet. Um but like, I really do, I, I really do like this under. I think that uh, obviously McAvoy being out is not conducive to an under. But like Zaka being out helps it. Um, Boston's deep still on the blue line, right? Like you can, and honestly, McAvoy helps this team a lot offensively 
too. So like he helps the power play. He helps them at five on five and off, uh, offensively. And I think that this is just, um, you're going to have, you know, Boston team that's going to probably cater their game to the fact that they're missing Zaka and uh, McAvoy. They're probably going to try and slow things down, play a bit more of their style, try and like slug it out a little bit, not let the devils play that run and gun sort of game. I know that's a little bit like narrative but like when you're just looking at this matchup overall, the devils are very good at uh, slowing things down like that. So again, that's also conducive to an under here. Um, getting the, the plus one Oh five and under six or getting the, uh, minus 120 there's uh, a couple i mean honestly the minus 120 at at mgm there um yeah the mgm skins party poker and stuff like that i'll have minus 120 and that way there too um i yeah let's let's lock that in as a as a best bet and i'm probably gonna bet some of it right now too well there you go uh didn't take too much to convince you. Moreto, by the way, you know, I think it was last week you had the uh, the last minute lock in the Oilers play. They mm -hmm. won 4-1 that night. There, yeah. And we ended up going 1-1 one one on the night. So talk yourself into it. Get ourselves a win there. And we'll talk ourselves into the under 6.5, minus 120 in the Devils-Bruins game uh, as the second official play of the night. Move Betting on. stuff Three live on games. show has actually gone, uh, has gone pretty good for us this year. Yeah, I mean watching you in real time talk yourself into something has uh, been pretty funny to watch and then seeing the results the next day uh three more games here and the next one we'll go to is the islanders hosting the anaheim ducks the islanders minus 195 right now anaheim plus 185 anaheim has been pretty terrible uh coming into this game here over the last stretch see a total this one is a little bit all over the place no line currently posted on bet stamp at pinnacle right now you see five and a halfs you see some sixes matt what are your thoughts on this game right now is there any way at all you might want to back a team uh or a total in this one i don't know how you could possibly lay minus 220 with the islanders even against the ducks that said i'm certainly not running about the ducks I think this is one that I was, um, and I think the under actually opened a little bit higher. So it was maybe a little more interested when this was like, I think you had some cheaper six and a half for a little bit at this point. No, I am total stay away here. All right. And Moretto, anything at all here? Are we going to talk ourselves into one here? <laughs> no, no, we're talking ourselves into nothing here. This is a game. I have no interest in betting and even less interest in watching, to be honest. All right. Well, We'll not waste any more time there. We'll move on to the next one. Buffalo Sabres on the road at Colorado. Colorado minus 205. The Sabres plus 185 and a total of six and a half right now. Coming off some interesting comments from uh, Arturi Lekkonen's dad that uh, Miko Rantanen had to respond to the other day. Moretto, is there going to be uh, any bit of uh, juice under the legs of Ranton going into this one that we might have to watch out for with the Avs? What a weird situation, eh? It's like, I, he's, I know he says everything's fine between him and Lekkonen, but, like, I feel like that's got to be, like, a little bit, like, there's, it's not, like, perfectly fine. I don't know. That's, that's a yeah, you bit, think uh, things are really comfortable between Tavares and Marner right now after the reaction of uh, his dad? I don't know. It's hard to say. Tavares never showed any emotion in his life, so I have <laughs> no idea. Yeah, fair. Um, Yeah, this is, uh, again like maybe talk myself into something, but like, I would like to see some, some goalies, uh, some goalie confirmations here as well. Um, if we get any sort of weirdness from either of them, maybe I can be a little bit more, uh, 
talked into an over, but over is definitely like a stronger lean for me um, in this game. The, the Sabres, I talked about this like a while ago, how they were a team that was sort of um, a bit of another team for me because like their defense was a lot better than advertised and they were playing more, you know, tighter games and they were playing more low event games. That has kind of flown out the window now over the last month or so and their defense has sort of dropped off a little bit and uh, we're seeing we're seeing them give up a lot more chances. Goaltending is like, it's been decent, but like it's very hit and miss. Um, and, you know, there's no consistency there. Avs obviously capable of scoring in bunches, um, but they've been solid defensively. And that's kind of a little bit where I'm just like delay this juice at minus at over six and a half. I'm just not like rushing to do it, but like that is like a strong, strong lead for me. All right. And Matt, what are your thoughts on this game? I'm about to talk him into that by saying, um, if anything, I, I like the under here, but that's, we're not going to go down that road. That's how you're talking me into it. That's if you, if you lock in the under right now, I will lock in the over. No, I'm, (laughs) we, we know how that would go. Um, but no, I, I, to be honest, I have absolutely no interest in betting either side or total in this game. Moretto just Fair. instant fade. <laughs> you will never see a bet locked in quicker than one if I said I was going to take the opposite side of what he wanted here. <laughs> nice. All right, final game of the night here. Uh, Gabe Velarde returned to LA as the Winnipeg Jets travel out to LA to take on the Kings here. Kings minus 172, Winnipeg plus 160, seeing a total of five and a half at Pinnacle right now. Uh, six is out there as well in some different books. Matt, what are your thoughts on this total uh, and uh, the Gabe Velarde return to the Kings uh, to the Kings home ice? <laughs> I don't know if the market is quite adjusted to how much Kyle Connor means for the Jets. I think you kind of saw that yesterday, um, kind of with being on San Jose, and I, I don't know if it's very right, especially against like a really good LA Kings team. He he just means so much to them. Um, I think if anything, I'd take the under here because I, I think without him, especially like I, I think they will have trouble kind of scoring some goals going forward. Um, so I think this is a team I will look to play a lot of unders on. I don't know if this is the team in the spot to do it. Uh, certainly kind of wait for goalies. I think we got Hellebuck. I believe we'll see Talbot again tonight. Um, so I could maybe be talking to an under here, but I, I don't have anything on this as of right now. Um, I am sad to see Connor go. I had a ticket on him to score the most goals in the division that looked very good. That one now goes out the window. But um, the old Albert curse. Yeah, I know. It's, <laughs> it's, been, it's been a year. And Panarin doesn't really do anything anymore either. Um, but yeah, no, I, I don't have anything at this moment inside or total. Where are you at here, Moreto? Um, I, uh, I do think the under is a, a decent look. I have not bet it again either, but. Um, yeah, if we get Talbot for sure, uh, probably something I'll end up on. Um, I also like, weirdly enough, like I think the I, that it's a little bit off market that penny line, but like I think it's like a tad short on the Kings. Um, I don't think uh, I don't think we're accounting for just how much Connor means. And like honestly, this last month I talked about it yesterday, but this last month or so. They've been just brutal offensively. They've been able to generate nothing. Now you're taking away like their best score. I mean, it's just uh, it's rough. And now you're going up against a Kings team that it just can suffocate you. And just it's so hard to produce against this team. 
you know, with how deep they are at center, I know like Dubois is getting a lot of hate for his production and whatnot this year. And, you know, I don't want to open that can of worms, but like you look at his line mates and I mean, you look at the role he's still playing, like that's a guy who's going to be pretty invaluable to this team come playoff time when you're able to trot him out on, you know, as a three C. I mean, that's a, uh, that's, that's a luxury that most teams do not have. So um, yeah, they just, they allow, they give up nothing. Like, and they're averaging about 2.1 goals against per 60 at five on five over the last month. Their season long numbers are great too. Um, and the Jets have been the worst offensive team in the NHL over the last month. So uh, I think the Kings are the right side. The under is the right side. Um, this, this has like three, one four nothing sort of written all over it. All right. There you go. Final game. Uh, we do have a couple picks locked in here for the shows uh, today for the games for tonight. So recapping those two best bets. Uh, well, first and foremost, we're looking at the under six and a half minus 120 in the Habs Penguins game there for a full unit. And then second, our final pick in the Bruins Devils game. We're also looking at the under six and a half minus 120. So two totals for tonight, two under six and a half, both coming in minus 121 in the Bruins Devils game and one in the Habs Penguins game. That'll do it for today's best bets in regards to other shows coming up across the hammer today. If you are looking for more picks, the board NBA, they've moved to 9.45 a.m., so no longer coming in at 11.30. If you want to watch NBA picks, SGPs, player props, sides, totals, breakdowns, all that stuff, you got to go over to the board. You got to turn on notifications because they're going off earlier in the day, 9.45 before the Edgework show. And then coming up at 2 p.m., just like every day on the Ford Progress channel, 2 p.m., here on Wednesdays, we got some fill-ins. You guys are making jokes, Albert, Hitman. Well, you're not getting rid of Hitman today. He's staying for the show, but Cleve TA, Adam Chernoff in for Eric Eager and Suma on today's show over on Forward Progress. So joining Rob Pozzolo there. Make sure to check that out. Coming up on Forward Progress. That'll do it for today's content across the hammer. And one final question here before we get out of here. RW Fan23, what price are you looking to back Columbus to, against Toronto tomorrow? Neither of you guys are on the show. So final thoughts on that. Where would you need, what would you need Columbus against the Leafs uh, tomorrow to be on it? Anything with Just the plus. Just Danny number? <laughs> Anything with the plus. <laughs> good Danny number. Um, I think you'll, I mean, you're going to probably get like a, you'll get like a 220, 225 for sure. Um, I don't think it's, yeah, right now, like not many places have opened and there's like plus 200s out there. I think that once, the market opens a bit more uh, widely and, you know, some money starts coming in. I don't think anyone in the market has been betting Columbus lately. Like Columbus is just not taking money on any night and the Leafs have been taking money fairly regularly. Um, yeah. So I think that, you know, you can definitely wait to bet that even regardless of where it opens. Um, honestly, I think I've talked myself into this as well on the show here, but uh, I yeah, see yeah. that Copley did start um, the last game on Sunday and yeah, he, he has not started back-to-back -back games at all this year. And like with the way Talbot's playing, um, he's only played two of the last four or two. So like because of the back-to-backs, I feel confident that he's going to start tonight. I think that those plus one tens that are out there right now, I was just looking, there's some plus one tens out there on the under five and a half. Um, those will not be there for long. So I, uh, I would lock those in the plus one Oh five plus one Oh four fine too. I'm going to bet that the second we get off the show now. So if we want to lock we that in, this in as yeah, let's lock it in. Yeah, let's do right. it. Three unders. Just a, hope, just a hope for the most boring night of all time in hockey. 
uh, Grand Salami under uh, tonight. That's why you stick to the end of the Ooh, show. Third call. pick locked in. Good call. Under five and a half, uh, plus 110 locked in in our final game here of the LA Kings Winnipeg Jets. If you did enjoy the show today, please hit that like button, subscribe here to the channel. Um, trying to get to 2,000 subscribers. Want to do some watch-alongs, but that's on you guys for that to happen. You got to get us to 2,000. So if you're watching now, you're watching back after 2,000 subscribers. That's what we need. Do appreciate everyone for tuning in. Make sure to check out the other shows we have across the hammer for the remainder of the day. Moretto, Matt, thank you guys for taking the time to do this here this morning. Appreciate it as always. Matt, sorry about the results last night. Uh, but at least Moretto got to cash his over, so I'm sure you're happy. Yeah, that, whoa, that, that's giant. Like, wow, I'm so <laughs> glad we got to do that. Wow. Um, I was just about to get into the whole salami thing and talk about last week when I kind of played it because I was on, I think, five home teams. And two of those teams blew three goal leads in the third period and you lose the salami by four. It's like, holy shit. <laughs> what a season you're having. That was so the day, like... Well, it was great because it was one of those. It was like, all right, like we got a lot of coin flips out there, which is like every night you bet hockey at nine o'clock, right? It's like, oh, every game's tied. Solo tweets this every third week. It looks like it's every game's two two in the third period, and I'm looking at him going, all right, like the Isles are up three on the Sharks, like that's a good one there. I forget the other one offhand right now, um, but it was like, and then the Isles blow that lead in like six minutes to San Jose, and then the other one, whatever it was, blow it. And it's like, well, that's that's how it goes. 31 and a half on Penny, the grand salami tonight. That's uh, I'll, I'll definitely end up take. I, I talked about this last week when you talked about the grand. I was like, I've never actually really bet those in my life. Um, and I wouldn't have bet it today if Zach didn't bring that up right there. So, yeah, I might as well. I'll dabble. Yeah, we I'll don't dabble. need to go too deep into that, but that is something that I actually do play a, a decent amount if I'm on something like this, right? Where I'm on like three unders. I think the one that would maybe keep me off it well i guess in your case is like if i like the colorado over like i probably wouldn't play it at that point um but like no i agree like i i still don't think the market realizes how much kyle connor means to this team like i think he was second in the league in goals when he went out like he is their offense like the power play goes through him like that top line goes through him like he is their offense and and i do think that they're really going to struggle to score without him mm. <laughs> albert just says I haven't really been winning any of these totals this year, so I'm just going to hit them all at once. And go <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Like, the thing that that is, rather than lose three bets in three units, you can just lose one. Yeah. Yeah. Fair, fair enough. Risk mitigation. Uh, that's I like that's it. definitely all how right. that mock goes, right? Yes. Yeah, that's how it works out. Well, thank you guys for doing this this morning. Appreciate it. Thanks to everyone in the chat who showed up. Uh, we'll see you guys back here tomorrow morning, 10.30 a.m. Eastern time. Myself, so money, Rusty Bill, breaking down tomorrow's games, breaking down tomorrow's Leafs-Columbus game. Maybe uh, we'll have a Columbus bet. Who knows? you got to tune in to find out. Thank you to everyone who tuned in here today. Enjoy the games tonight. Good luck on your bets.